Hello and welcome to MetPod, the official CPD podcast for Maiden Early Trust staff by Maiden Early Trust staff. In each episode, we are joined by a member of Trust staff to share their area of expertise, interest or research in the hope that it will inspire our listeners to try out something new in their own practice. Hello, this is Rob Buck and welcome to another exciting episode of MetPod. Today, I'm really pleased to be joined by Matt Bell, teacher of music at Maiden Early School, to discuss the introduction of music technology into the curriculum. First of all, Matt, why do you believe that introducing music technology into the curriculum is important? So I believe that introducing music technology um, is extremely important for um, all pupils, uh, mainly because it just gives them another alternative route instead of just practical music making. For example, not all of our uh, pupils at this school um, actually have access to an instrument or have learnt an instrument, uh, and therefore um, it's easy, an easy access route generally for all, all pupils. Um, I know from speaking to you previously that um, you are quite passionate about um, making sure that all have access to music technology. So in terms of SEN, people premium students, how do you think music technology has helped these students to progress? Um, so a lot of um, schools in, in music do require a certain level of the- theoretical knowledge, such as rhythm skills um, or pitch notation. And so in year seven, um, even though that we build these skills up from year seven and eight, you know, some pupils are further ahead because they do have that access to, let's say, instruments or local music services. What the music technology does is it eradicates a lot of that theoretical knowledge, okay, um, and therefore it gives you a, an easier a- access point. It's, it's essentially like playing a, a kind of a musical game uh, on a computer. So a lot of the music technology that we are introducing is quite uh, easy to use, very simple to start and uh, and to and to operate, and therefore it's just giving an alternative. Um, for um, pupils such as maybe SEND or pupil premiums who don't have always uh, the access to further knowledge or um, and within music. Uh, it all sounds really exciting, thank you. Um, what do you believe will be the benefits of introducing a, um, a music studio further down the line? So, um, this is a really exciting uh, kind of passion, a, a topic of mine. Um, I think either as a music department, we've been something that we've been looking at to do for a number of years. But the issue is obviously the, getting the finances together. Um, most recording studios are, are, are in access of over £250,000, which is just not, real, not realistic uh, within a school environment. But the benefits of introducing it uh, would be such as those, so, for example, our Key Stage 4 pupils will be able to uh, record their own music, record their own performances, so they can measure their own progress, not just the teacher's progress. Also, it's for after school and extracurricular and for those pupils who are maybe don't want to go and and sing in a choir or play in one of the bands. um, If they like composing, for example, uh, they can go and operate the studio. Um, Also, it it opens up uh, a new dialogue of new exciting things such as perhaps a school radio. Um, So it would be nice maybe in the future to have a a trust or a a, a, a main school school radio station for pupils to use. No, thank you. Fantastic. It sounds like really exciting times ahead. And I know the students at Maiden Early are generally very, very lucky to be given this opportunity. Um, Matt, how have you developed your own knowledge of music technology? So 
I mean, apart from what I've studied in university, the great thing about Facebook groups for teachers, and uh, there's so many online resources, um, and even on Twitter, okay, um, a lot of people are posting about the new kind of trends and also what is um, cost effective for um, um, schools as well. So technology that can be used in schools that's cost effective and also safe for children to learn. And, and so this has really helped me to kind of really scope out that some of the best technology that is best for our pupils um, that can not only challenge them, but also is cost effective to the department because um, some of the professional softwares um, you do have to pay a premium price for, which is um, unfortunately unrealistic in this um, current budget. Okay. Please could you give me some examples of any software that you have embedded into your schemes of work? Yeah, so we're very lucky as a, as a trust that we have collaborated with some of the other, um, so we've made another children's ed and made another school in Reading, uh, where we've got a package for uh, um, a package of focus on sound, which um, really um, is getting rolled out currently across Key Stage Three this year. It's been in Key Stage Four, but is will help them with their knowledge base and theory base for music. We've also uh, introduced BandLab for Education which is a very uh, secure web-based uh, software where pupils can create their own recordings at home or in school. So they have a, a Google Classroom login and then they, they can safely access that uh, and just record music or use virtual piano to help them record as well. And then we also use something called Chrome Music Lab, which is another web-based application where they can create uh, up to two instruments, um, and that is also a three web-based application uh, platform as well. That sounds fantastic. Now let's talk money. <laughs> In terms of uh, reducing school budgets, please could you outline how you've gone about creatively seeking funding for this project? Yeah, absolutely. Now, this is the big pain area about all this. It's all right saying, oh, we've got this fantastic technology. We're introducing, you know, um, equipment as well and the hardware, which um, is not cheap. My original budget for all this was about £10,500, which, um, which is just not feasible for any school. So what we, I decided to do is scope out uh, funding. Now, there are creative arts councils from, in music that are wanting to, to support schools and you have to bid for them. Uh, there are such things such as the you know parents association. Um, there are also some um, things like EMI. Um, so depending on what your department is, there are there are there is funding. There's the national lottery funding as well. So there is there is um, financial aid out there which will benefit you. Um, you have to bid for it. You have to write um, you know a proposal for it why you're wanting to use it. But the money is out there if you need it for your department. Interesting. Thank you. I wanted to touch base um, in terms of sequencing. It's something as teachers we talk about quite a lot. So how have you gone about sequencing the topics so that music technology is fully integrated into the curriculum? Well, I think an important point there is to make is not to try and invent the, the reinvent the wheel of, of, okay, we're introducing technology, therefore our current schemes of work are not going to work. The idea of introducing the technology is just to really enrich and enhance the curriculum that we already have in place because it's it's you know it's worked for many years. Um, it, it it is very knowledgeable on what we're giving the students is, is fantastic stuff. So what all we're doing is, for example, replacing certain areas of the curriculum 
Um, so, for example, when they might be doing a standard composition task in the classroom using instruments, uh, we're now taking you know, the practical music side away and then adding the more techno technological side so they can access that within the classroom rather than doing a practical task. So it's not about completely stripping the original curriculum away, it's just enhancing or enriching the already successful one. I think that point about not reinventing the wheel, the wheel is really important so that staff aren't uh, wasting time and valuable resources. But moving on from that, are there any pitfalls do you think that colleagues should actively avoid when trying to introduce technology into an already existing curriculum? Absolutely. So there are some points such as obviously how you measure progress, for example, is, is a big one. You can't measure progress in the same way as you've been doing it. So you're going to have to look at uh, what is your success criteria, for example, for students use? Where are your challenge points? Um, so there is a little bit of the fact that you will have to, it is learning a new kind of scheme of work. It is kind of new, um, using a new tool for the classroom. So you also have to be able to demonstrate to students how to use it as well uh, successfully. Um, because, you know, it, it's, it's not a, a secret that some pupils are actually I would say sometimes a little bit um, more knowledge about technology than some adults. Um, so I think it's a, just about really being wary uh, of also, um, you know, you, you can also find yourself in, in a situation where, you know, pupils are not doing exactly what you want them to do as well within the, some of the tasks that you're doing. So it's about knowing the kind of limits of the task and knowing how to also um, really challenge them students using technology and also that you fully understand what they should be learning with that technology as well. Great, thank you. Thank you Matt for that fascinating insight into your work on introducing music technology into the curriculum. Matt is a recent graduate of the Trust Curriculum Leadership Development Programme so I'm personally delighted that he's been kind enough to share his work with a wider audience across our Trust. Thank you for having me.